All right, guys, welcome back to RTW's Wild History Ride. I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And I'm Rhonda. And on today's episode, we're going to be delving a little bit into the weird. We're going to be talking about the Salem Witch Trials. But first, I want to ask you guys to share our podcast with people. Uh, Share with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your neighbors. Uh, Do what Will used to do to me whenever uh, he wanted me to hear a podcast. He would drive... He would drive us wherever we were going, and I'd be a hostage. He'd control the radio. He'd turn on whatever his favorite podcast was and make me listen to I it. I haven't done that in a while. By you way. haven't in a while, but that's because I... Listen, it goes back and forth. He has shows that he shows me. I show yeah, him podcasts. It goes back and but forth. But seriously, take your friends hostage and <laughs> play some podcasts. Actually, as I recall, I was a captive audience on one of those trips, and that's where I found out about Crime Junkies. Yes. And look, and she yes, loves it. and it, it worked out. I do. So, with that being said, please share... And let's get into the episode. Okay, so you're passing that over to me. Yes, I am. Okay, Salem Witch Trials. And I'm sure everybody has heard of the Salem Witch Trials. Now, for some reason, I was thinking they they went on for a much more longer period and there were more people killed. It was only a few months, right? Uh, Yeah, it was uh, actually almost a year, not Mm. quite. And they actually ended in September of uh, 1692, but I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) So look, just to back up, the Salem Witch Trials took place from June 1692 through May 1693. That's it? Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I think everybody thinks that it was much longer than that, yes, but no, no, it wasn't. I did. Okay, so these occurred in Salem Village, which is now the town of Danvers, Massachusetts. Some of the sites associated with the trials occurred in Danvers. Salem Town, which is now Salem, is where the trials actually took place, as well as the hangings and the pressing of Giles Corey. And we can get into the pressing of Giles Corey here in just a bit. The pressing. Oh, uh, I remember that whenever we had to reenact the crucible. You were him. Mm-hmm. I, I was Giles Quarry, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Ugh. Rest in peace, Giles. Where's the light flicker when we need it? Okay, so while the hunt for the witches began in Salem Village, during the course of the trial, residents from, and I'll hopefully I'll pronounce this crisp correctly, Amsbury, Andover, Salisbury, Topsfield, Ipswich, and Gloucester were brought in to Salem for trial. Now, this all started in January of 1692, mm-hmm. when the daughter and the niece of the Reverend Samuel Samuel Parrish, Paris, I'm sorry, of Salem Village became ill. Now, by February, nine girls had become ill, and all were experiencing the same symptoms. They were having fits, and I'm doing air quotes, fits. They were in pain. They were having fever, um, and they weren't getting any better. So Reverend Paris called in Dr. William Griggs uh, just to see if he could find out what in the world was going on, why the girls weren't improving. Why are these girls acting foolish? <laughs> yeah. All the wild well, craziness. Going all on. The, yeah, yeah, barking. I believe they were barking. Oh, they God. were hiding under furniture. Like I said, fits, air quotes. Well, oh. I've already got the answer to that. You know, okay. I, I already women. know why. It's because they were in an extremely re- conservative religious community. They weren't allowed to have fun. Literally, all they were allowed to do was work. That was all the fun they were allowed to have in that community. So it finally got to the point where these kids – Saw an opportunity and they just went crazy. It's like cabin fever. It's what they had. They just went nuts because they had all this built up energy and youthful uh, exuberance. (laughs) Yeah. Well, by that point, it was just straight up anarchy that they needed to let out. And so they were just behaving crazy. Or or you could say, uh, what what is it like? Oh, the girls are suffering. Uh, what did Marjorie say in that one? Oh, porridge plague. I'm like that. Porridge what plague. These, what what is porridge, porridge plague? plague? I have never heard of that. Yeah. Well, okay. I, you kind of jumped a little ahead of me on this because I was going to discuss the possible reasons at the end of the story. Oh, but we can touch base with that whenever I get to that point. So obviously, the doctor couldn't find anything wrong, and he 
diagnosed possible bewitchment. <laughs> so there you go. The horses are out of the barn. That's what my patients have. <laughs> oh, okay. That so, makes sense with some of the stories you've told yes, me. Yes, for sure. Okay, so about this time, two of the girls named Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, and a slave, Tituba, as the women who were tormenting them. And by tormenting, uh, the girls were saying they were being pinched, their hair was being pulled, uh, that they could see these women. Uh, so, so they were being tormented by the women. And when Tichibo was questioned, she confessed that she, Sarah Good, and Sarah Osborne had been approached by Satan and had agreed to do his bidding as witches. Tichibo, why are you lying like that? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. But anyway, her confession silenced the opposition. Anybody who believed that the girls weren't seeing what they're seeing or feeling what they were feeling, uh, you know, they they were kind of looked at as, okay, so you must be a part of this. That, and so that kind of silenced everybody who was opposing this. Now, Tetsuba was hung too, correct? I don't think she was. I think okay. she was arrested, that's but she was then. not that hung. Was, that's the answer. She was probably given an option, hey, plead your plead guilty and we'll be lenient with you. Yeah. You know, that's probably right. That's she probably, probably right. it was probably a plea bargain, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. You You plead to the lesser sentence. If you're accused of being a Satanist or a witch... And you deny it, deny it, deny it, and they kill you. Okay, Gosh. the better option is to just say, yes, I am. I repent. Justice for Tichuba. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, but anyway, her confession triggered a hunt for more witches in Salem. So March of 1692, four more women were accused and arrested, including Rebecca Nurse. And Rebecca Nurse was pretty important here because the women who had been accused prior to this were kind of on the fringes of society. They weren't exactly well-to-do they weren't well-respected, but she was. Rebecca Nurse was. She was very well-respected, and actually many members of the community signed a petition asking that she be released. Now, her initial verdict had been not guilty, but when the afflicted girls had heard the verdict, they started having fits, air quotes again, in the courtroom. And so the judge, Judge Stoughton, asked the jury to reconsider. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, okay, we can't handle this, so, you know, go back and rethink this. Double so, jeopardy. Yeah. So a week later, she's found guilty and she's hung July 19th of 1692. Oh, man. I would fight all of them girls outside uh, that courthouse. Yeah. 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 There would be war. Well, and one of the reasons so many people were accused and so many people were hung, and I say so many, there was a total of 20 that died in this. During this time, the court actually allowed what's called spectral evidence or evidence based on dreams, visions, or the accused uh, seeing invisible shapes or, or the, I'm sorry, the accused taking invisible shapes. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was admitted by the court. And, now, and you know what's so unreliable about the dream thing? What? Well, once you start having this in your daily life, so if you're seriously going through all these trials, everybody's going to be so on edge and afraid of witchcraft they're going to be having nightmares about it every night. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can imagine. So if imagine. they start having nightmares about their neighbors doing witchcraft, that's admissible in court as evidence. Gosh, could you imagine like, so, being a file on the wall? So then? think. Oh, well, what if you were just angry at your neighbor? I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which anything, is you say, anything you say works. Well, oh, I'm, I'd be stepping ahead of you again. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, but one of the community members who didn't believe the girls or the afflicted were telling the truth was John Proctor. Mm. Now, of course, he was quickly accused of witchcraft because here again, it's like, well, if you don't believe them, then obviously you're against them. You yeah. must be a witch. 
And so, and, and like I said, that was the thought. If you didn't believe in it, then you you uh, must be part of the whole problem. Exactly. And his exactly. entire family was accused. I mean, not just John, but his children, his pregnant wife, his sister-in-law. Goody Proctor. Let's see, I remember her. Goody Proctor. Goody Proctor. You've been watching too much TV. <laughs> I just remember uh, what, the what, what was it? The Crucible. But what was uh, Winona Ryder's character? Oh, Abigail. Yeah, and Abigail. Yep. What was her last name? Oh it my was, gosh! You uh, would ask me that. Um, uh, I was going to say Breslin, but I know that's was, not right. She was like Williams. The, Williams. Abigail, Abigail Williams. Williams. She was. She was like the ringleader, at least in the Crucible. I don't know if she was in real life or not, but she was the ringleader. Yeah, I believe she was the niece. One of the few, the one of the first yeah. that got sick. Yeah. She was uh, Reverend Paris's niece. Now, in the Crucible, it's claimed that John Proctor and her had an affair. I don't know if that's realistic or not. I feel like she was too uh, yeah. young in like real life. It's kind of well, like the Pocahontas thing. Uh, yes and no, because. If she would, well, you said between fourteen and nine, so yeah, the yeah. ages seem to reach uh, go between nine to fourteen but, as far as these afflicted girls were but concerned. I think in a lot of these cases, people were getting married at like fourteen. Ah, uh, true. 13, I mean, 14. shoot, you're a spinster at fourteen, probably. Then you know, <laughs> get, life get is over. They, they would think something's wrong with me. Oh man, me too, me too. Okay, so here we are, the end of September of sixteen ninety two. Spectral evidence is no longer admissible. So yeah. that. In effect, begins the uh, the beginning of the end of the Salem witch trials. The last hanging occurred September twenty second of sixteen ninety two, and hopefully I'm I'm pronouncing this correctly. Uh, the trials were held by the court of Oyer and Terminer, which translate to hear and determine. Now that court was dismissed October twenty ninth of sixteen ninety two. The fifty two remaining accused uh, would be tried in a new court, which was called the court Superior Court. Of Judicar. Ju- yeah, Ooh, Judicar. Cool. Uh, so no spectral evidence was allowed. So most were found not guilty or they were released due to lack of evidence. Those that were found guilty were pardoned by Governor Phipps with the last prisoners released May of 1693. Now, during this time, more than 200 people were accused of practicing witchcraft and uh, 20 were killed. Now, 19 were hung, one in June, three in July. I'm sorry, five in July, five in August, and eight in September. And then we had one person tortured to death in September of 1692, and that was Giles Corey. Mm. And their method of torture, basically, if you didn't confess to being a witch. Oh, 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 let me get to this one, because I I have to reenact this. Go for it. Uh, They will put a board on your chest. They'll have you basically handcuffed to where you're spread eagle on the ground on your back, and they put a board on top of you. And they continuously stack rocks on top of that board so that the weight's pressing down on your lungs and it gets harder and harder to breathe. And you're just, they keep adding more and more. The weight becomes incredibly painful. It's unbearable. You can't draw in a breath. And that's what killed Giles Quarry because he was a fairly elderly man whenever he was being tortured. He was, but do you know how long it took for him to be killed? Three days, right? Exactly. Three oh days. Oh, my God. So that went on for three days. Yes. So, but they, it was like every, it wasn't like every few minutes they'd add a rock. It was like a decent period of time they'd add a rock, question him, let him sit there with the weight, all this stuff. It wasn't like a, it was not a slow process. Well, I mean, a lot dead, of fast process. Yeah, you're dead if you don't and you're dead if you do. It yeah. doesn't matter. Well, now this comes back to what Thomas was saying about Tichuba. I mean, she may have said, yeah, I confess right off the bat just so she wouldn't have to suffer anything yeah, like this. Yeah, she, she was smarter than them, whereas all these other people were just being bullheaded because they didn't want to admit something that wasn't true. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know which side I'd be on, honestly. But, I mean, the thing is, though— I don't know if I'd want to go down 
with truth and righteousness on my back or just say, yeah, I did it. But the thing is, though, you got to admit, like, if you are, if you say, yeah, I was, and then they spare you, you're never going to have a job again. You're never going to be able to do it No, no, no. They believe in uh, repentance. Oh, whatever. They say that. They're fake. I don't know about that, because I need to go back and look of the 19 that were hung. I mean, some of these may have actually confessed. I'm not really sure, and then were hung. Mm. I mean, that, that could be possible. I'd have to... We're making the assumption that no one confessed, and yeah, all of these people right. went and were hung, saying on the gallows, "I'm innocent. Don't know why you're doing this." You know, uh, so I can't say that's 100. percent Who knows? Some of these people may have confessed. I would be surprised, but why would yeah. you confess and then let them? No, hang well, you, my but. thing is, is like, so okay, so how big was this? How big was the village? I guess that we're talking. Oh. Uh, I you know decent I, size. Yeah, I don't really know the size. I don't know the I'm population. I, I think they could all fit in a church. Like I wanted to say like how much uh so they could all fit like everybody like in one church. Could I fit. believe so. Everybody but I guess maybe not the kids. So you I'm have not... two hundred people over the course of the time being well, said that they're they're witches basically? Well now remember I said this leaked out into other areas. You're right. So, other communities. You're so, right. Yeah. Okay, so that makes me feel better. I'm like, golly, that's like half the population or something yeah, like that. That's quite a few people. Well, and just real quick, one of the stories I had read were there was a woman on her deathbed in Andover. Doctors could not determine why she was dying, why she was sick. And so the reverend of that area, the preacher, whatever you will, had gotten two of the afflicted girls, air quotes again, to come in to see if they could determine what was wrong with her. And of course, they saw specters around her with someone at the, some specter at the head of the bed and then one sitting on her chest. And uh, he took them from uh, sick room to sick room to sick room, like four different visits of, of women who were ill, and they saw specters in each case and didn't know any of the women in that town and over again yeah. and couldn't name the witches. Uh, but they they eventually uh, named like 67 once all the women of the village were brought together and they did what was called the uh, touch test, which I'm not familiar. I don't know what that is exactly. But apparently once they met the women and they could point them out, it was like, oh, yeah, she's guilty. She's guilty. She's, she's guilty. So it, it just makes you really makes you wonder. I don't know if it was around the same time or if it was the Spanish Inquisition, but I think the touch test was where they would take a pointed object like a needle and they would poke uh, moles or freckles. And if the woman didn't react to the pain of being poked. It was called a witch's mark. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. I don't listen. I, all I'm going to tell you is shoot me and the witches were, uh, I would have been for sure accused of being a witch back in the day. 100%. Mm, well, I, you know what? Mm. I, not only were uh, 200 people plus accused, and then we had the 20 who were killed. They also killed two dogs. That were suspected suspected of uh, practicing witchcraft. The which dogs. I don't get that. Did. Two dogs, yeah. So I wonder what kind of dogs they were. I don't know, but obviously things got a bit out of hand. Oh, I know. There uh, were dogs I would in... say that's an understatement. Yes. Yeah. So to oh. to 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 continue on with this, you know, what caused this to happen? There's a number of theories: uh, epilepsy, encephalitis, Lyme disease, socioeconomic hardships, mm-hmm. syphilis. Uh, well, I don't, no, I'm, I don't think that was mentioned. That could, I'm joking. That I'm, could, yeah. could. I'm partially joking because of how extreme they were. But at the same time, you never know. Some of these people not not getting their fill of fun, they might be doing things they wouldn't admit to. You're talking about very young people. But anyway. No, well, I know some young people that do things they shouldn't do. All right. Well, continuing on, <laughs> just ignoring Thomas. Okay. One of the sources I found with 
the uh, girls had been playing a fortune teller game, and apparently you dropped egg whites into a glass of water, and then you interpret the shape as to, you know, who your future husband might be or what your life might be. And they had done that on one occasion, and they saw the shape of a coffin, so that scared them. My thought, if that's what happened, then they probably were afraid that they would be accused of witchcraft, and so they got ahead of it and started, you know, pointing out other people just to to hide the fact that they had been playing this fortune teller game, which in a a time of heightened religiousness, oh. I mean, I, I can only imagine what could have happened to these girls. But I mean, some of these these possible diseases, I mean, they were all in. I wouldn't say all, but they were in different households. It's not like they all lived together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were all in the same village, sure. But epilepsy, I, I, Lyme disease, and why were they all girls around well, this same age? Yeah. My, my thought process on it was they got caught doing something they shouldn't, so they started making accusations to cover their butts, like yeah, you said. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. just it. But also, again, I think this is from the Crucible, so I'm not sure how real it is. But uh, uh, there was a scene where these girls I th- I can't remember if they were doing subs uh, doing various substances or drinking or what it was or if it was just they had been so restrained for so long and the opportunity to cut loose and go wild just took them over. But there was a scene where these girls stripped butt naked and started running around in this field at night because Tetsu was telling them these stories of her childhood because I believe she was from Haiti. Or somewhere like that. And uh, so the, th- the theory in what I watched was that they had been se- they had been seen and the person had basically told them, keep quiet about it and never do it again. But they got so afraid of it coming out that they accused her of being a witch. And that was what – I believe it was – what's her name? Nurse or one of the Rebecca others? Rebecca Nurse. Yeah. I believe her name was. But yeah, so it was stuff like that. They'd rather accuse somebody else than take the blame themselves. Well, I'm just disappointed that like, you know I- – you know, if those girls that had diary, well, if they could read or write, I don't know if they could at the time or anything like that. The diaries are like, you know, got up, churned butter. I don't know what they did back in the day. Got got up, churned butter. Oh, said Goody Proctor was a witch. LOL, hate her. I'm like, why? Like, why would you do that? I, I don't know. Again, the only thing I could think of would be fear because someone is going to point you out as a possible yeah, witch. Yep. And uh, but yeah, I, I some of the other reasons I, I can't can't buy that. And that's my thought. Now, another source I found is, is possible fraud or revenge, uh, because apparently the feeling is that there were some adults behind this. That yeah. once it started, it started rolling and they, the adults started taking advantage of it. Yep. Because if you were accused and convicted All then you that's right you com- your estate was confiscated yep so it left it up let i assume that someone could purchase your land or your home and, or whatever your property at a lower price than if you had you know put it on the market to sell basically yeah. and that and that's one of the scenes i do definitely remember from the crucible it was uh what was her name ann uh putnam yes she was the one that accused giles quarry of being a witch and it was her father was pressuring her because he's on the stand saying, you you know me. You've known me since you were little. I you wouldn't do this. Yeah. I, I would never do this to you. And she looks at her father who's just like giving her this stern look of say it kind of thing. Uh, bless his heart. Bless all their hearts, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't, we don't know. We will never know what the real reason was. But what we can say for sure is that it was children doing something they shouldn't have. Yeah, and to your point, talking about Thomas Putnam, I did read in one of the other sources, and of course, he was a clerk of the court. So 
And he, you know, his his handwriting would have been on a lot of documents. Yep. But supposedly, and I'd have to go back and find the uh, the book of where this was written up, that um, the doc, there was over 100 documents about the trials or in association with the trials that were all done in the same handwriting mm-hmm. with some of the same terminology used. And uh, it was in his handwriting, supposedly. So maybe he did have something there, or maybe like Thomas said, they couldn't write. So maybe he took over writing out their information, taking yeah. their statements, whatever. Which is possible. But well, it, it is possible. You always know. I mean, if there's one person that's doing the historical taking or whatever, or writing it down. They're writing their personal They're writing their personal yeah. account of it, and no one's really going to be there to test them on it. Yeah. Yep. Well, to wrap this up, as I said, this basically ended in May of 1693, uh, and it just kind of just died down when there was no way to prove this with the lack of evidence because of the lack of spectral evidence being allowed in the court. So it kind of died down. Now, the village of Salem uh, suffered a lot uh, as far as these people were so focused on hunting down these witches that they neglected their village, the, the upkeep of the village, the planting of crops. All of these things. And so it kind of fell on hard times there for a while. And so there were several public apologies that were issued by by the uh, local higher ups in the village trying to, I, I guess, get back in God's good graces, if you will. To, God don't like ugly. To try to, to fix things, repair things yeah. and make their lives yeah. back to what it was. And I read this and I just couldn't believe it. There was actually a published apology by Ann Putnam Jr., one of the chief accusers. In 1706, which basically said, and you'd have to read all of this word for word, but what I saw of this, it basically basically said, I'm sorry for what happened, but I'm not really at fault because Satan deceived me. I was just yeah, like, so she, seriously? It was her, and catch me outside. It was her apology where she didn't admit her guilt. Well, exactly, also, exactly. Yeah, do you think they brought up at Christmas? They're like, God, Abigail, do you remember when we killed that girl? I'm like, that's crazy to me. And well, it'd be more like, you remember the, when we killed those 20 people? Those 20 people? Yeah, that's like, I hope, the, I hope that guilt is on their conscience for the rest of their lives. Well, they answered for it, I guarantee it. Oh, well, we can only hope. And, you know, not only did we kill all those people, but think of all the ones who were, uh, you know, chained up in basements of a courthouse because they were afraid that, believe this or not, that if they didn't chain them in this basement, this area underground, that their spirits would get loose and go torture the girls more. more. So yeah. I cannot imagine how these people suffered for months until they were finally released. Well, I'm sorry for them. Yeah. But all right. I believe that's the end of it. Yeah, that wraps right. it up. But uh, please go out and research this. This is very interesting. There's been books written about it, some more current information released. Uh, as I mentioned, the Thomas Putnam handwriting thing. Uh, so very interesting stuff. And read The Crucible. It's a good book. Yes, it is. Very interesting. But all right, with that, again, I reiterate, share with your friends. Don't forget to kidnap your best friend and put him in a car with you and listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> share. Uh, and we'll catch y'all next time. All right, guys. Until next week.